0: welcome and thanks for joining us for another episode of Angel Talk. The ministry has offered us an opportunity to come together by divine ordinance. This marks our fifth episode in season one. For you and for us, this is a unique moment in time in which together we will be creating history. The last four episodes have laid the fundamentals on which the remainder of our conversation will be based. Now, here and forth we will come together as we dissect the constructs of life, focusing on that which is right and also righteous, because we know the truth is a truth and that is all that matters here. In doing the right, let us consider how we would like to operate. Will you choose to function on the low road, treating people worse than they treat you, that is below your potential? Or perhaps the middle road, treating people equally to how they treat you? This is average and a reflection of mediocrity. Better yet, the high road, which is the fundamental principles on which our ministry is designed. Its main intention is to help you to select the part in which you treat people better than they treat you. This is the ideal intended. I know, I know, it is hard at times, but indeed we must do such a thing for the glory of God. For it is for God's glory. Your future have been handed to you, hence you are required to take it to enjoy the expected end intended. And as always, your future self will thank you tremendously for sitting through the revelation. On behalf of the Inzoditis group of companies, we would like to thank and congratulate you for being serious about living in reality as you step outside the constructs of fantasy, receiving illumination, edification, and revelation while being positioned for a justified transformation. It is time to gather around as we come in one mind with our host, Kareem Ainsley, as you are guided under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Today we'll be covering, Don't touch what you don't want. Liki as knowing what you want in accordance to His will positions you for a glorified experience. Continue to maintain your integrity in your selection. It is time to gather around all the kings, queens, princes, princesses, empresses, and emperors as we step closer into the future but before as is customary and as we delve into don't touch what you don't want let us engage in introspection to decide where we are in order to mentally align towards our desired end ask yourself the questions am i the person who don't know and don't know that i don't know If so, you're innocent, we will nurture you. Am I the person who don't know, but is willing to know? If so, you're a student, we will teach you. Am I the person who don't know, but think that I know? If so, you're dangerous and you already know what to do. Or am I the person who knows, but don't know that I know? If so, you are eluded by the dilemmas of your own illusion. You are asleep, and we will wake you. Then there are those who know, and know that they know. They are the conoscenti. Listen to them, and this is where your host will serve you.
1: Burn, bad mind, corruption and jealousy separate the Christians from the Pharisees. Yo, me say me pray for me enemies, even though them want me the enemy. Burn, bad mind, corruption and jealousy separate the Christians from the Pharisees. You yeah. know, them laughing at your face, but you know said them no like you. Send them guns out the street, us free right? Yeah, hey. Aye, but you them never know. So we protected, uplifted, and get it, keep it. No, 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 no. Me not lose my soul over no music. Fame and go, take my time and reach my own. Life my time but you just hold on. You never get what you can bear for so long. These pains only make our bones strong. See as we walk through the streets of Babylon. We have a dream for the nation. No more dealing, no devastation. But still we got to fulfill the prophecies. Mankind against mankind These are some very perilous time for me enemies Even though they're more obviously the enemy Burn bad mind, corruption and jealousy Separate the Christians from the Pharisees Yo, me say me pray for me enemies Even though they're more obviously the enemy Burn bad mind, corruption and jealousy Separate the Christians from the Pharisees What, what, what Me say them nothing in at your face But then most say so them no like you. Send them goons out the street fever are your hey But you them never know So we protected, uplifting and gifted No, no, no I'm going to lose my soul i want to music, fame, and gold Take my time and reach my own Life might die, but you just hold on You never get that you, can be here for so long These pains only make our bones strong See, as we walk through the streets of Babylon We have a dream, be the nation No more killing, no devastation Still we got to fulfill these prophecies, mankind against, against mankind. These are some perilous nice Brave for me, enemies, even though they want to see the enemy. Burned by mind corruption and jealousy, separate the Christians from the Pharisees. Yo, me say me brave for me enemies, even though they want to see the enemy. Burned by mind corruption and jealousy, separate the Christians from the Pharisees. Yeah, you know, me say. Love your neighbors as yourself. Don't lay your hearts upon no else. Don't put your trust in someone else. Bound to lay you in a trench. No, 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 I know my time, so get nasty me home. Ready for the warming, do need no Lago simmy name encrusted in a stone, never see me encrusted in a stone. I know my time, so you're not send me home. Ready for the warming, I need no chrome. Nago similar crossed in a stone. Lago similar name
0: encrusted in a stone, Crusted in a stone. You just listened to a musical collection from King Lance Gordon. He was so willing to aid us in this ministry, as he used his talents for the glory of God. He can be found on Instagram at Official Lance. That is 0 F F I C I A L L A N C E. That's Official Lance on Instagram. Give him some love and feel free to check his page out and the music that he has made available. Now it is time for the moment you have been waiting for. Don't touch what you don't want. It is impossible for you to unsee what you have seen. So, too, it is impossible for you to undo that which you have done. In the same construct of a unilateral, unidirectional, continuum timeline, Meaning that if time is straight, heading in one direction, it is impossible to undo anything that has been done. Time in this dimension is considered by many to be linear. However, time as a whole is a nonlinear expression of reality. Based on the nonlinear expression of reality, we can have the end at the beginning and the beginning at the end. And that which is in between can occur based on the selection of the particular moment, just as in the same principle as quantum entanglement or quantum perturbation. In life, there are some experiences we can certainly live the lives without knowing. Not everything that is good to see is good to know and digest. Not everything is worthy of your digestion, indulgence, or even validation. Ideally, it is prudent that we make decisions from an informed perspective or position. But there are times in our lives when we need to make decisions based on the conviction that we have from one who is infallible and has left specific instructions for us to be guided. If we stick to the script, we will be alright. Not having any fear or being stripped of our dignity and integrity. The longer you live, the more you realize indiscretions cost. A story is told, Alex was an aspiring grandfather, you see. His health was being gradually deteriorated to the point where he was unable to filter his own blood adequately. This caused him to have toxins building up into his body to lethal dosage. Eventually, this situation would have the potential to take his life. Based on the progression of his rapid deterioration, his attending care provider gave him nine months to live before his organs would expire and cause the demise of the rest of his body. During that time, he was also placed on a kidney transplant list. In which he was gradually making his way towards the top of that list. He was having his regular dialysis treatment for his kidney impairment and he was doing exactly what was needed. As time would progress his daughter had graduated from an institution of higher learning and he decided as a family they should celebrate. In the moment of celebration he consumed some alcoholic beverage and was having fun and dancing and enjoying himself, and everything seems to have been alright. Three days later, he was scheduled to report to the hospital. The Lord would have it so an organ was made available for him. He went in and did his routine preliminary screening to verify his health status and suitability for accepting the transplant. The questions asked were specifically geared to ascertain if the guidelines for his transplant eligibility had been adhered. In his excitement, he verbally confirmed, yes, they were all adhered to. However, with any well-established medical institution, they also do their normal battery of tests to verify the confirmations of the patients. Hence. Some blood works were done just to verify that his cholesterol was okay, his uh, white blood cell levels were okay, he didn't have any bacterial infection or anything that could predispose him to being compromised by the transplant itself. But one of the tests came back indicating that there was alcohol present in his blood, and surprisingly, One condition of retaining eligibility is to abstain from the consumption of alcohol in all its forms. Alcohol consumption in and of itself has the potential to erode, restrict, and deregulate the body's normal functioning. It can also induce cirrhosis when consumed in excessive quantities and proportion over a duration of time. This also could impair other bodily functioning, which compromises organ integrity. This miscalculation of consuming alcohol cost him the chance which had been provided to him to receive a kidney due to his failure to abstain in accordance with the predetermined agreement. This action also caused him to be moved from the top of the list now to the bottom of the list. The choice removed him from actualizing the state of perfection in form and function that was possible, all because of a simple compromise. Eventually, it was realized that this was not a valuable choice. Knowing what he knows now, he would not have done what he did. But the truth be told, he knew what was required, but he did what he thought was in his best interest. He chose to take off something that he had no desires of enjoying. Based on the progression of his condition, Alex was later informed that he only had three months to live, three months to exist in the natural, three months to exist in his physical form, and eventually, he was no more, sooner than needed. The family paid the ultimate price For the indiscretion, Alex never made it to Grandfather as he smothered his aspiration under the influence. I know this story should seem quite familiar to many of us. We remember in the Garden of Eden, the originator was quite specific and meticulous about the process, purpose and scope of the created and made. Each item thing being created or made was explicitly unique to the intended of the creating. In order for transparency and clarity to be maintained, personal dialogue and communication were of paramount importance to ensure adequate understanding and consequence disclosures. The process of information dissemination allowed those being entrusted with the power of choice to make logical and informed decisions, also allowing them to exercise their faith in their originator who gave the manual of all things beforehand, Though being empowered with information and the direction of a specific decision, does not negate the fact that freedom of choice allows for the probability of operating on principles or under the government. In the final analysis, it is the decision which is chosen that determines the end. Specific instructions were given in the Garden of Eden that indicated that everything in the Garden was for the enjoyment, however, there was a bud. The Tree of the Knowledge, tree of, of, good knowledge evil, of Good and Evil, except the Tree of Knowledge of Good and Evil, which should have been abstained, and if not, then death. Well, you know the story. You know what happened after death. You know the story. The association that was made with the serpent, Lucifer, Satan, the devil, caused the created to have more confidence in the word of another created than the word of the originator. This doubt facilitated the beguilement of the woman in the execution of the misguided concepts of truth in which error was accepted as truth. The serpent, knowing the truth, misrepresented the originator and appealed to the self-interest of the man, while creating a shadow over the authority of the originator and the words of instruction. If we pull our attention to Genesis 3 and verses 5 through 6, we see stated, for God doth know that in the day he eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as God's, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasing to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband. We see here where the woman was preyed upon. The enemy used a woman to infiltrate the mind of the man. It shows us that women have an important purpose in life. Women have a significant role and responsibility in securing the safety of the family. The woman have to guard their very avenues to prevent the enemy from infiltrating. Because if the enemy infiltrates the woman, then he has hold now on the man. That doesn't negate that the man is okay, the man also need to be protecting the estate and the woman in accordance to the will of God. When doing that, he will safeguard the woman from associating with persons who are not beneficial to the development of their oneness. In order to move forward, one must realize the need to make it to the future. To make it to the future. Yes, to make it to the future. It will not be in a sprint but likened unto a marathon, which must be endured in order to be the one you have been potentiated to become. In this process, you will need to appreciate the experience of the resting with the surety of the near end. I would like to share a word with you. If you fail to remember anything from this discourse, do not touch what you don't want, remember this, God's instruction is equal to his spiritual injection. Knowing this, we appreciate the inevitable collision of life for all at the intersection of time and change. You can take some time and meditate on the gravity of those words. A little time after the world's vastness of creation, with all exactness of gravitational pull, axis rotation, quantum mechanics, metaphysical data, solvable equations all solved and balanced to the precise degree of infinite accuracy and the laws and theories that will be discovered and those which are still incomprehensible to the understanding of the man in the current state of mortality, all had been perfect the architect of it all indicated after bestowing magnanimity in the creation explicitly stated not just it was good it was very good in the vast expanse of exemplary perfection two individuals were set in charge to tend to it and ensure that their stewardship was reflective of the character of the originator They had dominion and specific instructions as to all that had been acceptable, justifiable, right, and righteous. These two individuals were Adam and Eve, male and female, respectively, who receive instructions in Genesis 6, verses 16 through 17, which states, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. The consequence of disobedience was stated clearly in the specific instructions. The account indicates that the originator had a conversation with the man pointing to that which should not be done. But yet, we as humanity indulge. In life, we need to realize that there are moments that may be considered to be satisfactory or even stated to be contentment. Even in those moments when there is not a lack for anything, need or want, our curiosity becomes provoked as we are seen in the Garden of Eden. This provocation is not on all occasions self-induced. It is more often induced based on the challenging of thought, on the borders of doubt and what if, which from external seedling results in an internal manifestation that will eventually cause the collapse of the fortress which we have been building. The fastest and easiest way to destroy anything is usually from the inside. Destroying from the inside out is the best way for it to self-destruct. Because when you destroy something from the outside, people tend to expect the enemy to come from the outside. That is why he tries to get into the mind and allow us to have a doubtful thoughts, fearful thoughts that destroys us internally which manifest in the physical. Deception and indulgence causes a malignancy that deludes the participants of satisfaction. You see, conformity to sin will result in the eternal ruin of the man. The systematic operation of ruin seeks to capture one who is unaware or who is aware and believe that they are smarter than the snare to free themselves with just enough time to spare. A grand illusion is created presenting the concept that the one under duress is in control and can terminate at any time, typically when this illusion would have been revealed. If revealed, it would have been too late for the pivotal turn of magnitudinal significance, which means, At the end of the day, when you realize that you're in the lion's mouth, you're already going down his throat. And that there is definitely too late. That is how the devil goes after God's people. He tries to oppress them, depress them, repress them, and subject them to all manner of inhumane treatment, trying to give them the perception that they are not human beings. But what I will say to you is that you are a human being and you were divinely created. You were made only a little lower than God. After the fact, repulsiveness will generally be one of the overwhelming emotion that can sink one into the abyss of depression. For whatever your involvement in things within your control, consent is required. You may be perplexed. For failure, not to remain firm in purpose, never to allow willing beguilement, be gallant, and you will have dominion as intended. In life, many people will become trapped, find themselves between a rock and a hard place. But the question is, how did you get there? What process was used? You did not want what you have received. So how did you receive it? If we review the story in the Garden of Eden, the serpent said to the woman, Had God said he shall not eat of every tree of the garden? During the Garden of Eden experience, there is something that we should try not to miss. The serpent did not act on its own accord. It was actually infiltrated by the spirit. The spirit of a fallen angel who had been evicted from their original dwelling because of iniquity. There is a disconnect between what we have been taught and what actually occurred. The devil was never some uh, evil looking creature. The devil floated himself, infiltrated vessels of beings or creatures that had authority to live on earth. And in choosing, he chose those creatures which were in glory meaning that he chose creatures which look magnificent, that are captivating to the eyes. We have to remember, the devil is not an ugly, unusual looking individual. The devil was, in time past, in his initial dwelling, was a crowning cherub. He was the bright and morning star, under the name Lucifer. Not all beings are qualified to be more than just an acquaintance. Friendship should be reserved for those who actually qualify. The serpent had the audacity to say to the woman, presenting doubts to her, Had God said he should not eat of every tree of the garden? The first thing that occurred was the acknowledgement of the present. The serpent ensured that his presence was acknowledged by the woman. He asked her something that he knew that she knows the answer to. The second thing was that a conversation was established, and the serpent did this in an effort to allow the woman to become comfortable and accepting of the essence of its presence. The third and dangerous thing was to establish a friendship. The serpent, the serpent with uncensored subtlety, ensured that the woman could find comfort in his proximity To the point of allowing the sharing of thoughts, ideas, and reasoning, as innocent as this may appear, not all your thoughts should be shared with everyone, especially with those who are not with you and have questionable motives. The sharing of thoughts was like the opening of a door, and when a door opens, two things tend to happen. Things go in and things go out and these things can happen without notice, just as subliminal messages are planted with advertisement, music, and all manner of entertainment and distractions. Indicate a note to self. Not everyone's opinion matters. Some head are better avoided. The serpent, revered as a devil, was not about the preservation of the woman's dignity, chastity, or purity. He was all about destroying and creating misery as iniquity had long set in, and there was no remorse for the actions. The fourth stage was to create doubt, questions, uncertainty, and skepticism. This was masterfully done like a well-rehearsed theatrical performance where the serpent asks what he knew the woman already had knowledge. In the process of empowering, he was also creating an opening to turn the table and regain the control which he never lost and dominance that was denied from whence he originally came. The woman refused from restraining herself and dignified the statement questioned with a response and that was walking right into the trap. The fifth and final stage of the deception in the Garden of Eden was to facilitate the exploration of doubt from the seed previously planted to complete the mission. After the woman stated that the fruit would cause one to die, the serpent in verse 4 of Genesis 3 said to the woman, you will not surely die. Doubt is now overtaking her understanding as there is now a focus on things which are physical, ignoring the things which are spiritual, examples of which are faith and confidence in the words of God. The addition of one word, not, in the equation created a destabilization for the woman in a period of vulnerability, and her husband was not at her side to exercise the duty as God intended. It is the same thing that takes place in our relationship with other individuals. There are just some persons you do not allow to come too close to you, in that you do not allow them to enter your mind, as allowing them to enter your mental fortress will erode the foundations on which you have been building, as their intentions are not linked to that of the originator, nor are they true, pure, filled with truth or ideal. From a practical perspective, we have friends who misinform us, tells us to do things which are conflicting with the will of God, causes us to say things which are not accurate, have us fighting for causes which we should not even be fighting for. And then in our personal relationship with our partners, we may have uh, this one young man coming to you telling you all these nice details that the world has to offer that he can offer, but none of it is true. When these things happen, we must realize that it is not always the individual that is operating but it is the spirit of the demonic possession that is operating within the individual which causes an expression of ungodly acts. Until these demonic influences can be tamed, can be evicted, can be removed from this individual, this person has no authority in an intimate relationship with you. The shackles of sin needs to be loosened. The deceptions of sin needs to be revealed. The destruction of sin needs to be highlighted. And when all of these things are done, we are positioned to make more critical decisions which will safeguard our future. Though it is possible to make these decisions, sometimes we are so enticed by what is promised that we seek to start worshipping the created and forget that we were created by a creator who deserves all our worship and when there is a disconnect between your identity your origin and your purpose then the devil plays on your vulnerability not because what is stated is not experienced in the way you anticipated means that what is stated is wrong the lord god says that in the day that you eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall surely die And indeed, they did not die in the moment that they ate the fruit, but they started to die instantaneously after they consumed the fruit. But they did not realize their eyes became open. They knew good and evil, But before they did, there was only good that they could experience, but they decided that it was in their best interest to now be exposed to experiencing evil. And it's because of this evil experience that we are now in this precarious position as a world. The reason there are so much atrocities in this world, relationships are being broken up, people are being devastated, people are falling into depression, is because the man's mind is sick. The man's spirit is starved. The starvation of the spirit reflects in the physical, and the physical manifestation is experienced by all around. Sometimes it is better that we leave certain things alone. Our God is a good God. He's merciful. He's gracious. He is here to redeem us. He is here to offer us forgiveness not because we did that in our past means that we are unforgivable he's here to extend forgiveness unto us we have to forgive ourselves and receive the forgiveness that he has laid down for us the story continued that the man and the woman they hid themselves the reason for them hiding themselves was because they realized that they were naked their eyes became open to evil Their eyes became open to evil. So, what was previously acceptable, what was previously satisfactory, what was previously the glory of God became their nakedness. And now the man and the woman scrambled to, to, to sow fig leaves to cover themselves up. But the love of God was, was, so, was so prominent in that space. The love of God moved in the garden, and he came down, he realized the situation, he asked for a clarification. He knew what happened, but he allowed them to explain what happened. And then the cycle of blaming started. And because the cycle of blaming started, the Lord took responsibility on himself. He had to kill an animal and take the skin to make them clothing. So indeed, because they did not die directly, death started to take place. And because death started to take place, they had to be evicted from the Garden of Eden. And their eviction was self-induced because the garden was there providing that they would abide by the principles of the house but they chose the contrary they allowed their friends to influence them in the wrong direction but I tell you today The Lord says that He desires for you to be the head and not the tail. It means that He wants you to be the one to be dominating. But in order for you to be dominating, you will need to have a renewed mind. You will have to have the renewed mind of God in you. Once the renewed mind of God is in you, then you are authorized to dominate. You are authorized to lead. You are authorized to be friends to people. And in being friends to people, you can lead them on the path of right and righteousness. It is not His will that any should perish, but have everlasting life. And because He desires to restore us to the point of glory, He sent His Son to offer us the right hand of fellowship after we had been disfellowshipped from the Garden of Eden. We serve a mighty God working wonders. But for now, I want you to remember, don't touch what you don't want. For every action, there is an equal but opposite reaction. It is on the principle of consequence, it's on the principle of cause and effect. It's on the principle of casualty and casualty. Be wise in selecting your friends. Be wise in making your decision. Be wise to stick to the script. Be wise to hold firm on the promises of God. We are almost out of time. But before we go, I want to leave some final words with you. Before relationships are cemented or solidified, the actual intention should be indicated. The motives and the purpose need to be determined. The end should be mutually beneficial and promote impeccable morality. Providing that there are questionable motives or unhealthy indicators, the fruit presented appears to be seasonal, the acceptance or consumption should be avoided in all forms, and if possible, you should not touch that which you have no desire for in the future or will have no desire for in the same collision of time and space. Humans should not under any circumstances be used as a commodity for exchange, leveraged or battered. You must remember that we are all created from the same elements and designed similarly dissimilar our appreciation of mankind will only increase when we are purposed to be connected to the divine. Hallelujah. This is indeed an excellent note to end. Uh, thanks for listening and spending some time with us on Angel Talk as we continue our dissection of the concepts in the book Billionaire, I Am Single, I Am One. Paradigm-Shifting Perspectives from the King's Son. If you have not yet gotten your copy, feel free to pick it up from any major bookstore. Until next time, when we will cover Touch the Vine, Be Blessed, and Share Your Listening Blessings. This is your host, Kareem Ainsley, signing out from Don't Touch What You Don't Want. Peace, Love, Respect. If you would like to share your comments or concerns, you can always feel free to leave a voice message on the Anchor app. Or depend on which platform you're listening this recording, you may be able to leave your comments in the comments section of the description. For direct email communication, send the same to L E Y K at a-n-d-r-e-w-s dot e-d-u that is K at andrews dot e-d-u If you'd like a contact number or to be added to our mailing list, send us an email and the reply will contain all the requested details and handle information. Feel free to follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Kareem Ains, that is K-A-R-E-E-M-A-I-N-S. For those who have been moved by the Spirit of God to support this ministry, you can do so by listening, liking, sharing, commenting. Financial contributions can also be made in the Anchor app. However, if you'd like to do a direct transfer, you can send the same to our Zell account at a i n s l e y k at andrews.edu. Or you can use our PayPal handle at paypal.me slash kareemains, that is, paypal.me slash k a r e e m a i n s. Thanks for your time and support. Until next time when we unite in spirit.